Good evening, everybody. It's your boy Will here for the Big Gold Belt Group as we get ready for another night of a wrestling talk. We're going to take a quick moment here to have a moment of silence and a quick little tribute for uh, Daphne, or as many would know her, the former Shannon Spruill from WCW, TNA, many uh, a wrestling company over the years. But we lost Daphne today after a very tumultuous uh 24 hours and it's all over the media and times are tough folks and i really don't know what to say about it i think a lot of people are still in shock it was a very public situation if you've been online in the last 24 hours and um i want to say that i think we can uh we can all be a little nicer to each other hold each other up a little better and uh I'm going to give off the number for the National Suicide Prevention Hotline before we have this moment of silence because I figured that's about the one thing we can do right now is this more details come out about this. But uh, rest in peace, Daphne. And if you need help out there, 1-800-273-8255. There's numbers for that all in every country in the world. So rest in peace, Daphne. I hope you found peace. going on everybody this is two chains of the big gold belt podcast uh we're here tonight to make sure we can uh, try to provide some entertainment for you all got a lot of things we want to cover including AEW, including the free agency market um and all outs this weekend so we got a lot of things we want to kind of talk about but uh much like we'll say in the beginning of the show um you know let's just you know try to uplift each other try to uh really keep that positivity going within the community um, and, and, you know, and much like a lot of people has been tweeting, chuckling your friends, even the strong ones. Um, so, uh, but our job tonight for sure is to make sure we can provide some, uh, content for you all, something to, uh, kind of uplift you all, something for you all to, uh, participate in. So if you're watching us live right now, uh, jump in the comments and, uh, let us know, uh, be a part of the conversations and the debates tonight. We want to hear from you all. Uh, but, uh, before we get started into our topics, uh, gentlemen, Jamal and Will, how you doing tonight? Oh, good. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, it's all out weekend. Brandy Rhodes is uh, in the news, and, and and you know it's a good time. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Brandy's always got something to say. We'll get to that in a bit. But between Brandy and free agents and all out, there there's a lot of moving pieces this yeah. week, and maybe some of them will fall into place, and maybe some of them won't. But I think we're well as always. We'll get some answers. 
something yeah. will happen that's right that's right uh we were able to be a part of the aw media call tis uh this i'm about to say tonight this afternoon with tony khan um that actually the full uh audio audio clip or session is posted on our youtube channel right now uh where a lot of questions such as some of the things that uh you know we you know we had a we had a chance to be able to ask a question but uh a lot of the other things that we kind of been wondering about was addressed but ultimately lead into a really big week weekend for aew um so you know if you're not tuning into all out then you know i don't know what to tell you but i i i feel that this is going to be a, a good successful weekend for them um it has a lot of hype behind them this is being built as their biggest card they're back on the road uh we have some big matches for big stakes uh there should be some surprises and um yeah so you know, we don't typically do reviews or preview shows for pay-per-views, but I think this is a, a pay-per-view for sure that, you know, it does have my interest. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what, what what is to come from out of it. Um, but with that being said, um, where, where are we starting at tonight? I forgot that quick. Are we starting with Brandy here? Are we going to talk about Brandy and her comments? Or are we going to talk uh, about the say, Um yeah, we're going to talk about the newly emancipated uh, Buddy Mark, Buddy Mark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the free agent market. Let's start with the free yeah. agents because yeah, there's a man. lot of free agents out there, and some of them are breaking the chains and they're fleeing their cages. <laughs> yeah, more more or less, uh, Buddy has just um, got off the Mayflower, uh, landed on Plymouth Rock, and um, he's getting ready to do some things. And I just think like the the. Whatever he's trying to say, I mean, Will, I think you even said it your best. Like coming from a six-figure job isn't quite equating to being uh, uh, similar to uh, freedom of slavery. I, I don't think that's <laughs> or I don't know, a penitentiary sentence, or you know. <laughs> the next time I watch Roots, I'm going to think about Buddy Murphy in NXT. <laughs> Ooh. The next um, time I watch Twelve Years a Slave. And I see Vince McMahon in there. Like, that's the character that Brad Pitt plays. Oh, and we know man. good and damn well that you can tell Edge of Four is actually Buddy Murphy. Just <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, so let's talk about the free agency market really quickly. Um, so, as we know, people who were released from WWE now of three months ago, uh, their non-compete clause is up. So we're talking about the likes of uh, all these people are probably formerly known as, or if not, if, you know, we'll talk about it. But as of their WWE talent names being Braun Strowman, uh, Blood, <laughs> I can't, can't even say his name, Buddy, <laughs> uh, Master Buddy Murphy. No, uh, no, no. You calling him by his real name, Tobias. apparently i guess his twitter feed is now buddy matthews so maybe he's going to be buddy matthews but i think he still has a wwe in there so he hasn't quite uh totally (laughs) gotten over the fence yet to escape yeah yeah change the ad so he's no it's that buddy murphy wwe nope it's the verification that he's he's going to lose if he switches his name he'll lose his verification status that's how that goes whoops (laughs) um but uh Ruby Riot is another name. Uh, who else? Mm-hmm. Who else? I know so it's got to be like a few more, right? Braun well, should I be think up there. Samoa yeah, Joe that... was a part of that, but he got rehired. That's right. Oh, That's right. And and today, uh, Lana, Lana, or I said she would now be uh, uh, with Catherine Joe Perry, mm-hmm. CJ Perry, has uh, said ninety days. She tweeted yep. about it, so she's hinting at stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so, so... So I think all of them and Malachi Black, it was a part of that, but he only had a 30-day deal. And, you know, obviously that was up well before this and yep. you rehired Joe. So, um, yep. uh, Ruby Braun, uh, CJ, and I want to say one more, and, and Tobias was... <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's the last ones. Yeah. So, you know, let's 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 keep it very simple here. Where do we think they're gonna go? What makes the most sense? And um I you know, I'll 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 start by saying, um who was I just thinking about? Braun well, Braun has already been booked for a match with EC three. Uh as Jamal usually says, I'd rather watch paint dry than watch that match. <laughs> I just <laughs> But oh, that's not I fair because paint drying can be very therapeutic. There is nothing <laughs> interesting about a, a Braun versus EC3 match. Yeah, because I feel like this is the big. First of all, I didn't expect Braun to even hit the free agency. I would have thought he would have tried to, you know, in air quotes, restructure uh, a new deal, mm-hmm. less money, and go back being a WWE guy. But him going to the Indies, I, I, I maybe. I mean, this is the route that you need to take. So to be honest. If I had to just pick somebody, you know, to talk about here, it'll be Braun hitting the indies and convincing somebody like myself that he actually can be somebody outside of being a WWE person. He does not need to sign nowhere because he goes to Impact. He'll get comfortable. He goes to uh, AEW. He'll be comfortable. He goes to ROH. I don't think anybody has ever went to ROH and like repackaged himself. I, I, I don't think ever. So like well, too many too many places he'll just go and just be Braun. Braun Stronger Man <laughs> it will be his new name. <laughs> just stronger man. Like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like ah. so, something silly. But like I think this is a time where he needs to go out on the Indies. Quite frankly, he needs to go overseas if possible, uh, considering the state of the world. He needs to go to the UK and uh, you know, learn I, I would say learn how to work different crowds out there. On the independent level, not behind the WWE backing and gimmick, and really challenge himself to to be a nobody, but have a physique that you know that screams like, "Oh, this could be somebody." Okay, and I, see I, what I he just, can do. I just cut the bullshit right now. Braun needs to learn how to wrestle. Like, no matter where he goes, whether you know whether it's domestically or it's overseas, no matter what job one for him is to learn how to wrestle. And I mean, do something that's more adaptable than like a what Goldberg does. Yeah, get a he style. Needs, he needs a move set. He needs he, a style. Yeah. He needs a move yep. set. Yeah, that, that's yep. different now because you can easily think, well, Drew McIntyre went down a similar path, and then he came back, but McIntyre got bigger. He got, you know, he got some clout to his name on the Indies. He did and the he, world tour. Yeah, he put, in the, he work. He put, in, he the put in the work. He put in the work. He put in the work. Braun, and, and, job one for Braun is learn how is get a move set. Yeah. Quite, oh, also, why why are you why are you saying this too? Also, because people like to discredit other people when they're like, "Well, how come this person got released and how come this person's still here?" This is why, easily, why Jinder Mahal is still employed because he did exactly what he did exactly what, the same thing. Yep, he went out there, got bigger, got in better health, <laughs> did the world tour, came back learned, looking like a whole different person, learned you know? the move set, and it's working. You know, and again, people's like, oh, it's nothing fancy. He sucked his Is anybody ever being hurt with this guy? No, he worked no, everybody. So, so some, some people have to fit that role where they say, like, hey, you know, I'm a base or I'm a hey, flyer. Hey, you, you know, call it what you want. Gender had him run. 
Absolutely. Where for whatever boarded. reason, Braun was never able to get to that next level that people wanted him to be. And you kind of wonder why, what he was missing. And yeah. and unfortunately, and maybe this is a, partly this is all his fault, he was always behind somebody. <laughs> you know, if 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 Ray Wyatt, you know, was the, the front command of the Wyatt family, Braun was already always like three steps behind everybody else. Uh, even when he was doing a thing with Alexa Bliss. Bliss was the uh, attraction there, and, and Lord knows everything Alexa Bliss turns to mud. So I, I don't think she's been in the tag team yet that survived her. So I think Braun for himself, we kind of need to see who he is and what he does. Um, we know that he's not some drunk hillbilly. Mostly. We know that he's, you know, that that's not, not his thing. So who is he? Um, and hopefully he can get that and develop that with a a move set that benefits him. And then if he wants to come back, if he's invited back, then so be it. If he, if not, then, you know, fucking A. But I'm not interested in seeing a Braun match because I know that Braun doesn't wrestle the style that I want to see. If I want to see some big mook just throw haymakers and hope they connect, I watch a John Moxley match. I watch Bloodsport. You know, but if I want to see, you know, some, some wrestling, some semblance of wrestling, I'm not saying that Braun needs to be Hogan in Japan. Hell no, he's not going to get to that level. But you kept mentioning Goldberg, and he he could totally do the Goldberg style of just being a big wrecking machine, just go a couple minutes and do that. But he's never found the way to put it together in as compelling a way as Goldberg. I think outside of when he would just do complete squashes against nobodies, he never figured out how to do it against like guys that were like actual legitimate opponents where he'd have to give and take some and that's not to say that might have been his problem but if he goes out in the indies and whatever then he can say this is the story i need to tell you know this is this is my gimmick this is what i'm working sure it's hard as hell to believe that he's that guy when one minute he's a monster the next minute you know he's losing to monsters <laughs> it's like it's like and then like you know he's a face he's a heel he's a bad guy he's a soft guy like it's it's just it's too many it was too many conflicts as to what he was going to be billed as. And I think it's hard to be billed as that next, all these different people were comparing him to when WWE clearly didn't have the confidence in, in, in letting him do so. So, and he only, to be honest, him winning the champion was just a, a formality of the pandemic. And that's really sad to say, but here we are, you know, <laughs> also it was kind of a transition from him uh, from, what was it from him to Goldberg, Goldberg to him, whatever it was, it, 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 it no one cared about that little, that little small little yeah, pocket. He was the placeholder until Roman Reigns came back. That's what he was. It, it and, is what he is. I think the biggest and the most unfortunate part is, is that we're telling him, we're talking about him ascending to a level, and that level is Goldberg. So if you are a wrestler of a particular size and you need to catch up to Goldberg, then you have a problem. <laughs> I mean, the, the ceiling is in right there, kind of. Yeah, that's you know that 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 is his problem. He is he's is a step behind Goldberg. Damn. <laughs> so, uh, you know, hopefully, what about some of these? What about some of these other people? Enough, enough uh, about Braun. Yeah, Braun's yeah. so one dimensional. Who else well, we got on this list? Well, that's, that's part of the problem too. Um, well, obviously, well, the reason why Braun is interested is because where does he fit in? Because we know what their speculation is with Ruby Riot, Ruby Solo. We know what the speculation is with um, Harriet Tubman, uh, Buddy Harriet Tubman, uh, running across South Carolina on barefoot. 
We know what the spectacle <laughs> is. Um, you know, we, we know what happened to Joe. We know what happened to Black. And uh, and Lana, you know, we don't really care. So, you know, it's rumored, heavily speculated that, you know, Ruby's going to go to AEW. It's heavily speculated that um, Tobias is going to go to Impact um, if the North Star leads him in that direction, the Underground Railroad to Impact. Um, <laughs> and, and, but maybe he might take a, rest, a right turn in West Virginia and wind up in AEW some damn where. So who knows? Uh, where his where his map will go. I, I think either of those make sense. Um, I would honestly like to see Ruby in Ring of Honor because they are really trying to rebuild their women's division and they're doing a decent job of it. Um, we'll see how that happens after like the freshness, that fresh new car, new car smell was off. Um, and as far as Braun goes, where he, should he go? Should he sign somewhere? I honestly think NWA. I think yeah. for him, no. just a big, plain, just fucking monster that can do a lot of things. He will definitely be a big fish in a small pond. And Trevor Murdoch's their champion now, if you didn't see the pay-per-view. So just two big country boys hitting each other hard. I think NWA is a good fit for him. Uh, also, I think NWA is a good fit and not being signed, but per appearance. But I think he yeah, should... Sure. I should. I think Dude, he should get his 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 identity there. That's a, like a short little tour of duty and change yeah. up his thing, change up his presentation, get some yeah. different opponents. Yeah, that that could work. Even just like like a one two month stint there. Yeah, do like a pay per view and that's it, and then bounce. Yeah. yeah. So, Will, what about you? Who are we to of that group of people who we're most interested in? Is that the idea? Oh, where do where do you, where, where where should they go? go? Yeah, where, where yeah, should, where do you think makes sense? Let's see. Ah, for some reason, Impact intrigues me for, we've already mentioned for Buddy, it kind of intrigues me for Braun too. Just because there's a lot of space there as far as where, where you could put him. I mean, you don't necessarily need to put him in the world title picture. You could put him in like with some of like the monsters they have there. They they do enough crazy uh, stuff in Impact where like Braun could just be like a big muscle bound like, monster there for a bit you know it'd be kind of rehashing what he's already done but you got you got more you still got necessarily need to be the main event he you know he can be an attraction i think that's the one upside he has is he could be an attraction at pretty much in any of these places so god of all the ruby's the ones the most interesting to me because i think she has that she has i think the most to deliver immediately soon as she lands wherever she can immediately be a player whether she shows up this weekend in that casino battle Royal, if she showed up in impact and like that stacked women's division, she, she is ready to plug in and be a player. As soon as she steps her foot in the door, she's ready. She's probably in my mind. I think she might be the most valuable of all of them that are out there right now. In yeah. a lot of ways. I like, I, I still like Ruby going to impact and being um, on the same show as Kimberly. I really, I really want to see them wrestle again, uh, together against each other. I really want that again. You talking about the glory days of women's wrestling was when them two were still on the indie scene at their peak. <laughs> they, I, I feel like them two was the big sign to me that man, women's wrestling is coming, and it's here to stay. And it had a lot to do with what those two could do uh, back in the Shimmer days. Um, let's talk about AW really quick before we get to um 
than the comments were brand new. I think we'll probably hit those after the break. Let's 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 talk about these surprises that are supposed to be coming because you keep bringing you you too brought up you know Ruby being rumored to be in the women's casino battle royal, and whoever wins that gets a shot at the championship. Whether it's Chris Statlander, or whether it's um, a DMDND, because you got to mm-hmm. do that every time. Um, do you th- does it make sense for her to come and automatically be in the title picture? Is that a selling factor? Because th- my thing is, she's a big deal in signing. She's a big talent. Before she when she signed to NXT, I was blown away. Huge talent, and I was also like, okay, and and like I can even go as far as saying that Ruby is the reason why somebody like Shotzi is on NXT because. It was one of those type of gimmicks and looks that you're like, well, would they take to this? And they did. They completely bought into her her look. She didn't change anything about her. Um, I mean, she got the, the WWE polished, of course, but she was still pretty much who, who the gimmick was that, that got her big on the indies in the first place. And we, we seemed that it, that seemed to have opened the door for them to be willing to work with more people like that. Uh, with a lot of tattoos and that punk rock feel, and you know, like uh, for 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 guys, you know, you can say Corey Graves, but like we hadn't seen that um, for a lot of uh, of their women talent. I mean, yeah, you can look back and say, um, uh, what's her name uh, with the Hardy Boys? I can't even forget remember her name. Lita. Right, Lita. You can say Lita. Lita, but- Lita and Paige were probably as close as you got to that sort of thing. Where it was but at that, least someone who wasn't a straight up like you know bikini model or something. Exactly, but then like you know they went full tilt with Ruby and 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 and, and with their investment. And so either way, I you know I still I I, I find her to be a top tier talent, and her coming into the battle royal and her being an AEW, I think it's a huge signing. But if you come in here and you put her right into the title picture, I mean that jumps the line for a lot of people. One person that my eyes are glued on right now is Big Swole. And even Diamante is somebody that is, you know, slowly making a strong climb. And even Ty Conti is another person. So I'm thinking that her signing, yes. Her being in the Battle Royal, no. Because Battle Royal, I feel like, is somebody that is a big name, but doesn't necessarily need to be entitled contention. So I'm thinking this may be a swerve of some sort. Like, I'll be honest. Like, I'll say somebody like Peyton Royce. Like, oh, oh, shoot, Peyton Royce is here. But, like, not expecting her to be put into the title picture right away. I guess I'm just not buying into that being the booking right now. With that being said, uh, do you, do, you, do you all still think that it's going to be Ruby in, in, in that slot? And do you think Daniel Bryan is coming? And or, and or do you think anybody else is coming? Because they're, they're hinting at huge surprises. Um, the Andrade match, I thought they were going to swap. Apparently, they're not even going to do it now, if I'm not mistaken. Right, so might need that time for something else. So, so, so what's happening here? What are the surprises that we are expecting to happen at all out? That's the question here. Well, it's just, this is the thing, and, and I know this is kind of like a bullshit answer because it is, you know, the question is that um, well, they're not surprises anymore if we keep talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to speculate though; it's the interwebs. It is. I mean, yes, this yes. is true. I, this as is a true. person <laughs> that is online in front of a microphone. Let me just say that uh, everything I'm saying is 100% true. Uh, uh, Ruby Ryan is the Joker. Serena Deeb will come back. Daniel Bryan is coming, but he'll come. he's coming to New York. 
um, except he might not come in New York uh, because of the new COVID restrictions put on by the state and the city. Um, and Jericho is not going to retire uh, this year. There, print it. Uh, you're welcome. Now that it's been spoiled for you, do you feel better about yourself? So I think <laughs> that that's that's part of the that's part of the deal where it's just like, well, what's all these things and, and stuff like that. Uh, the real question is from for me. Did last night's dynamite or is this pay-per-view worth fifty dollars? Mm-hmm. And right. I'm not convinced that it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is for a it's, lot of for a lot of people, it's worth fifty bucks for one reason, CM Punk. That's yeah. gonna get a lot of people in the door, just him alone. Yeah. yeah. But if you it's, don't have an interest in CM Punk, I can see where it'd be like, eh. Well, what the heck? Because I'm in that boat. I'm just kind of like I'm worried about seeing him wrestle. It's but. it's 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 worth fifty dollars because whether you like it or not, they're billing. They they are putting together big matches, big names, big publicity, and it is on a big show name. Now, Full Gear is you know one of their pay per views, but like it's all pay per view. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, this is their A. This is their big show. This is the this is what started it all. Even when you like look back at the history of All Out before it was actually AEW, it still is attached to this name. Therefore, like it's a big deal. This is what got the whole party started. And um, when you look at the cards from All Out from over the years, this one it it it, it definitely sits at the same table. It it absolutely does. I can't even believe that the first All Out had uh, Okada and Marty Scroll on it. <laughs> yeah, they, they went long, and that screwed up the uh, main event. Yes, it did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the main event wasn't even ten minutes. That's right. It was yep. about eight minutes. Yeah, they had to rush to get out of there. Yeah, um, <laughs> the Jim, Jim Ross got cut off at midnight or something like that. <laughs> um, but uh, so 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 will I mean anything that you kind of like feeling like this this is what has to happen the, for this the week. most interesting thing to me that would get me to tune in is i'm curious do they pull the trigger on daniel bryan here we originally were thinking like jamal was saying that they're going to do it in new york but i think there's some speculation that with the situation being with uh the vaccine up there and the restrictions that they're like we don't want to take a chance on delaying this any longer plus hell they do have other cards to play so you can easily do Daniel Bryan here and still have other people waiting in the wings for New York City. So I would don't think it would be the end of the world to do him here. If, if anything, probably the biggest issue is you just did CM Punk. How how close do you want to load these people up together to where it's just, you know, back to back to back to back? I guess the other name that, of course, is on the tips of everybody's tongues, of course, is Adam Cole. So where does he figure into all this? If he if he truly is a free agent now, like folks are claiming, as of last week, he could show up wherever. Is he in play? Does he show up instead? So they got options. They could do it. Daniel, of all the people we're talking about, Daniel Bryan's the one I'm most interested in to see what the heck he does. You think there's any chance that uh, Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan do a stable, you know, undisputed-ish, coming from ROH? Undisputed-ish. <laughs> no. I mean, they can uh, do anything. I mean, that's honestly the biggest thing is you bring these people in. What do you do with them? That's the biggest yeah. thing. I will say this. How that do I keep, you use them? I keep forgetting about Adam Cole, but like uh, his wife did just sign an extension. And I'm sorry, there's a lot of foreshadowing of things that be happening on Dynamite and her coming out saying about she signed the long term deal. Uh-huh. As I said last week, she not signing nothing until she can ensure that hers and her family is taken care of. And 
I'm pretty sure there had to be conversation, as I said. Hey, so what's up with my man? No, I, I don't uh, think so. I, I don't well, think so. And the reason why I don't think so is because Adam Cole doesn't need uh, a, a, a proxy. Not at all. So, but, right. So, I don't think that Britt has to walk into an office and say, hey, I know a guy that I think yeah. you might like. I don't think she has to rub an elbow. But I think that she, I, I think le- legitimately, she will want to align her financials with his to make sure that it makes sense. Now, for well, instance, are they you know, engaged? They're married. Are they? I think engaged. I think engaged. I'll they're check. The, they're I'll together. I mean, but I, I mean, mean like until they file jointly, their money is separate. I mean, but but you get what I'm saying. Like, if she has three years and she's in Florida, and he has three years and he's in Florida, then you want to make sure that, like, wait, is your job going to keep you in Florida, or is there a chance that you're about to have to move? You, but, for instance, but to be fair though, it's wrestling, and I don't think the travel restrictions that would make that to us, you know, non-wrestling folk. Um, do I want my girlfriend to go on the road? You know, 300 days a year? Hell no. Do I want to only see her Wednesdays and Thursday before I drop off at the airport? But no, but that's the business. And, yeah, but, you know, even though they both do a thing in Florida, um, it still is is the business. And whether he signs for New Japan or goes to Saudi Arabia and, run, and starts a, a tour with Mansoor, it's <laughs> I don't think the travel is that much of a, of a deal breaker. I do, but I do think that you, these are like mature conversations for them to bring up upon signing a deal, knowing where's what what potentially may be happening to your significant other. And uh, and again, like, yeah. you know. This, this is another example. Go ahead. They're they are they're just they're together, but there is no they're not even engaged or anything. So oh, okay. they're they're just boyfriend girlfriend. I mean, oh, okay. I'm just saying there's a lot of wiggle room there. There is, okay. and I'm not. And, and again, this doesn't mean that because everybody knows everybody, you know, because everybody's linked to everybody. Everybody that has done a thing on Dynamite is linked to somebody else. We know that they know somebody else. <laughs> so that's not even, so we're not pretending that like the nepotism and the collusion isn't happening. Of course it yeah. is. It's the business, and it's a very insular business. But I don't think so, you know, Britt uh, Baker walks into Tony Khan's office and says, hey, can I get a minute? Yeah, let me know when Adam Cole gets here. Or, <laughs> or, or, hey, you know, we're coming up on your contract. I mean, Tony Khan has been doing a lot of contract stuff with the Jags recently. He's going to need to. I, I don't think... I don't think there was, you know, to go look at your AEW roster, who all their contracts, Jericho and I mean, all of them are all their, together. Their roster is is up next year. Yeah. So I don't think it's nothing wrong to say, like, and, and then coincidentally, she signs as soon as he becomes a free agent. Like, you have to you have to think that there had to have been. I'm not saying that she used him as collateral for his deal, but I think she wants to have an idea for well, what's available for him? Or he needs to see what's available for him and then them two have the conversation. That way she knows how to dictate her move. Because, again, you don't want to end up having, you having five years, you having three, and then within the two, we're like, uh, what do we do? And, like, this is another example of a couple that I know for sure use this strategy upon resigning their deal because they had to make sure it makes sense for the two of them before they ultimately made their move together. Understandable. But is that couple married or is that couple dating? Very much married. <laughs> well, well, there's that. Yeah. I know that we know a couple of couples that would definitely move in tandems. If they're booking any dates, it's a two for one deal. Yeah. Now, only one to two wrestlers, two talents, one car. Yep. Now, yeah. That's totally different than, hey, 
where you work in different places. Also, you have a fallback career. You're literally a dentist, you know, and, and, and you know, doing so good are, too. <laughs> yeah, these are the things. And yeah. I, and, and I'm, I'm still not going to say that, like, if the butcher and, um, and, and gets fired tomorrow, does that mean that the bunny walks? No, <laughs> I don't think that's the case. Yeah. Um, if wait, Matt Jackson wait, wait, walks wait, today, is that, is that a thing? They're married. Um, oh. not the butcher, I'm sorry, the blade, uh, Pepper Parks. And, and the bunny uh, are married. Oh. Uh, the butcher is not. Uh, that's a different guy. But they're they're part of the tag team. But either way, if Pepper Parks and Cherry Bomb, who I know them as on the Indies, uh, if they if one of them walks, does the other one walk? No, not at all, because it's still a business. And what you yeah. and your money over there doesn't really have to do with anything I got over here, unless there's a problem. Now, if there's an injustice, then I'm gonna you know gonna stick up for my for my people. But realistically, we're talking about getting somebody in, not somebody leaving. And I really think that Adam Cole is enough of a or, name. Or, or or the reverse. Or I leave if this doesn't work the way I wanted it to work. And I don't think there's a hostile situation in contract signings here. To be that. And I don't yeah. think it even needs to be that. And that's largely because Adam Cole is a guy that you need to get in front of. If Tony Khan it should not be that hard to find for Adam Cole. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. And that's I look I, at it like I look at it like this. They're not bringing up her contract like they did last night on TV as part of the show without it having to do something to do with him. They wanted to put put that seed out there that they must already be in talks or the deal must be done. That's Otherwise, all I'm saying. They're not the that's, that's all I'm saying. Contract publicly. That's, that's all I'm saying. No, that's see, all I, I'm saying. I think that's a little bit different because I I think that honestly it doesn't have anything to do with it, and I'm just going to go out on a limb. And I really think that AEW has the version of Sheeta that they want in Britt in Brit Baker. She is the white Anglo version of Sheeta that they can sell to Americans because Sheeta's that person in Japan. She's a, a name that's come out of a lot. She has a body of work. She was I champion see. for a year in AEW. And unfortunately, because of the plague and because of other things, um, she really wasn't marketed that well her english has gotten better and all this other stuff but the bottom line is is that if representation matters white folks like looking at white folks so guess who is the person it's Britt baker yeah and i mean so i really think i mean so real quick just to finish my point i do think that they're building Britt baker to be the person they wanted sheeta to be that never really took off for this audience for obvious reasons well i will say that i think that the two of them were always part of the long term goal. Ryu, sure. Ryu and um and even uh uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh Kali Ray. Uh, I think they, I think they were part of the people that they knew by this point in AEW that this is who they wanted to be the pillars of things to follow. So like and I and I think you you're right. I mean anybody in business understands that you want people to be the martyr of hope in different demographics. And yes, you want to make sure from the blessing that Kenny Omega gave the two of them that you want to make sure that they fulfill that prophecy. And then we say, well, we need American. We need somebody in America. We're going to take the biggest baby face in Kylie Ray. We're going to take, uh, we're going <laughs> to, and of course we got to take a hill on Brittany Baker, uh, Brittany, Brittany Baker. Um, uh, okay. Uh, what I was saying. Oh, then being the biggest hill here. And then it just works. You know, you have what you have in different things. And she has been playing kind of both sides here. Ryu is clearly this 
she is the biggest baby face now, but it been it would have been her and Kylie Ray right now on the top of like their biggest baby faces in the entire company. So, you know, it, it just makes sense uh planning wise to think like this is what we want to build our women's division on. And everybody's fairly young. We got a lot of years with them. Uh so let's do what we gotta do, you know? Um, and and I, I, I really do think that because Baker is the most over woman in the, in the company, and yes, you could argue that Rose is a very close second, if not number one. You could arguably argue that maybe Statlander's a distant third, Siashita's a distant third. Okay, fine. And I hate Statlander, and it pains me to say that. They, they, were, all, they were all work in progress, though. There was no way that they could have right. called that they would have got over, it, especially Thunder right. Rosa, who... But what they, I, they needed somebody to give the reins now. And what they did was... Um, it, 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 it's the, the maturation of Britt Baker. That, that's what it is, and it's and it's yeah. Britt and Rosa, and you know further down the line it's Anna and and Tay. Further down mm-hmm. the line it's you know just behind them it's Sheeta and Layla and Deeb and Colin King and you know they're really building a nice stock and they don't give enough credit for the women. Where the hell is Abaddon? These are questions. <laughs> I mean, these are questions, and uh, she'll be back at the at all out in the in the women's battle royal. But um, but I haven't seen her on. Well, I stopped watching Dark, but she hasn't been on Dark in about two months. Yeah, you so, know what? We're in the darkness of Dark. Jeez. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Hey, let's play some bills, and then um, when we come back, uh, we're gonna talk about um uh, more AEW stuff. Cause why not? <laughs> anyway, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's do that, folks. We'll be back in a second. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in one of those dinner ruts? So with HelloFresh, you'll get fresh pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door, where you can skip all the trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable, because to me, that matters. You can enjoy cooking and getting dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less with over 25 recipes to choose from. Each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness as well as simplicity. Now, I'm looking over here at the hot honey Brussels and ricotta flatbread, the balsamic fig chicken, and the chicken over garlic parmesan spaghetti. My mouth is watering as I say this to you right now. Go to the link in our show notes below to get $80 off, including the free shipping on HelloFresh, which is your number one meal kit. Again, go to the link down below in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh. All right, folks, welcome back to the Big Gold Belt podcast. Our second half of the show here tonight, two chains alongside of the giant crab, Jamal and Will. And um, yeah, so let's finish our conversations with all things AEW. Uh, we have already covered uh, a little bit about our expectations of the free agents that have uh, cleared their uh, non-complete calls terms of 90 days. Uh, who may show up at AEW? What may show up at AEW? Um, and how we kind of foresee all that kind of playing out. Now we got to shift a little bit to uh, <laughs> things that uh, I, I definitely don't think a lot of us are going to agree on. And that comes from the hot Twitter account of, or I should almost call this a burner account at some point now. <laughs> at the brand new delete. Yeah. That tweet and delete button was getting a workout from her. Mm. All right, so let's let's just get into it. We want to give our comments on this and our reactions to this because I think that you know 
especially when things get deleted that also to me admits a little bit of uh guilt <laughs> so whoops and sure i delete things when there's typos but i'm never going to back off of something if i say something or i probably just wouldn't hit the tweet button if i'm unsure of the reaction it may get from it but as she as she knowingly did which is i gotta give her her, t- her uh tip my hat for her on that one well i don't have a hat so jamal you tip yours please thank you um as she said she was going to do, she did. So here we go. Brandy Rose, as of August 27th, she wrote a tweet that says, this may start some poop emoji with the smiley face. That's the best part because it has the no smiley Brandy. face. But let's talk. I mean, like, she clearly has time on her hand. You know, she's, you know, <laughs> what time was this at? All right. So it's at, it's about 9 p.m. So, you know, this is roughly getting close to her bedtime, you know. Um, she's probably really tired taking care of the baby and whatnot. So, you know, baby probably just went down. So, you know, she's getting ready to sign off for the night before she uh, drops this uh, Yoroshima on Twitter. She says, I see a lot of people complaining on here that there aren't enough black talent featured in wrestling yet. Also, I, I should note that there's three dots on both sides of this yet because that, you know, at this point now, if you don't know, that means things are getting serious. Yet, <laughs> when black talent is out there busting it in its main events and holding championship, where is the love? Am I just missing it? Now, this is only one part of the tweet. There's another tweet to this oh. that was, yeah, when she brought up Velvet, uh, Red Velvet, and I can't I find out. Ray Murphy. <laughs> Clearly, she brought up Buddy Murphy. <laughs> but um, let, let's let, let's give a reaction to this initial statement here. So, Jamal, what you got for us? So, in the initial uh, statement uh, about the lack of appreciation for Black talent, especially in the main event scene, um, I would like to know kind of who she's referring to specifically because you don't really see too many people of color in the main event scene. Uh, you could argue that it's a numbers thing. You can argue that it's a, uh, a booking thing, but you know, we're in a minority for a reason. You know, there is just ain't enough of us to take it over. But then again, where credit, giving credit where credit is due doesn't happen nearly enough. So you have people that are doing it, doing their damnedest on the, whether it's on the Indies, on TV, uh, we really don't see the credit given to the people that are actually doing the work. I don't really care if they're a person of color or if they're from the seventh moon of Jupiter. If you're doing the work, good on you. But with that said, you know, a lot of credit gets um, gets passed around, especially about, you know, things being invented and all the revisionist history that happens. But then to her point, we're not really seeing the kudos go around when it comes to uh, people of color specifically uh, that have elevated their game. I think it's interesting. Um, but then again, she is a person in a position of change. So it's not that, you know, even, well, even if that statement is true, 100% true, that black folks just aren't getting their credit on, uh, in however that they need to get credited. You are married to an executive vice president of a wrestling company. You are the chief brand officer of that wrestling company. If you, if there's anybody in a position to put people of color in the position that you're tweeting about, 
it would be you and yours. Okay, where's that happening? Now, if she wants to pat herself in the back for Red Velvet, and she wants to pat herself in the back for Buddy, for Buddy Murphy, then cool. But... <laughs> Oh, Buddy Murphy. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we dragging his ass today. You know, to, um, the whole Freedom Trail is, is, is laughing at him. But no, but if, if she wants to pat herself in the back for that, then do that. And say, so this is the example that we're trying to set. Be like me. But she didn't exactly do that, and then she deleted the tweet anyway. So it's kind of like, what are you saying? Yeah, it's like she she got this wild hair for about twenty minutes, and then it was like, oh, that's too that's too much. I'm I better to get rid of that. Yeah, it, it, the whole thing didn't make sense to me. So it's like like you said, if she is in a position to at least advocate or like try and make something happen outside of what like Scorpio Sky has gotten some opportunities, Will Hobbs has gotten a bit of some spotlight, but at the same time, I wouldn't say he's been pushed too far up the darn card yet. He's had his little glimpse of something, but you just don't see AEW making that effort. Yeah. So, so, so here's here's the thing. We're we're, we're focusing on AEW, and she said wrestling. So, uh-huh. wrestling. yeah, she said wrestling. So, so number one, who isn't giving Bobby Lashley his credit? Please tell me who's yeah, not seriously. giving him credit. Now, who's not giving Bianca Belair her credit? And Sasha, Who, that damn WrestleMania not, I, main event. I mean, I'm just no. saying, I, I, I will just keep going down the list. Who's not giving Sasha her credit? And then let's go to the Indies. Who's not giving Big Swole her, her credit? Shane Taylor Promotions. Who ain't giving who's them not, their credit? They're going all over the place. <laughs> For, who's fa, retired Faye Jackson? Who's not giving her her credit? But I, I think that may be a little bit what she's alluding to. And I'm not... This, uh, oh wait! Know, if I put it wait, 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 maybe. wait, wait! I got the I got the big one. Who's not giving Trisha Door her credit? Yeah, I mean she's blowing up everywhere. She, right she now. might be the hottest name on the independence right now. You know, it's just so right. many names. So that statement is but no, by but far. To be fair though, those these names aren't necessarily transcending Twitter. Like yes, like, they are. Yes, they are. Especially especially on the indies, your name is the reason why you're getting bookings. Trish look, is so, getting. No, look, so so then, cool. Note it. When is Trisha Dora's next TV appearance? That, okay, so where is she going? AEW. Now she needs to look herself in the mirror. Why haven't y'all put her? That was my. That was my point, though. That, oh, that was, she's exactly she's, my point. No, she's RH. But I'm just saying, this is this is why Brandy's tweet is problematic because. No, no, no. I agree with I agree with that because it's like if you want to tweet this then cool, but you're in a position that to, to do yeah. something about what the tweet is talking about. So yeah, if, you, if, because, if, if, if Brandy Rose right. was an AW dark talent, <laughs> then I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, right. you know. Right. <laughs> if, if, yeah, if Swole had tweeted this, I would be like, well, maybe. Let's let's dig into this. But Brandy's literally the person that should be handling this. <laughs> and, and that's the thing. So if you don't know what the chief brand officer does, it's the person that is responsible for basically the public face of the company. In WWE, that person is Stephanie McMahon. So when Domino's had a shit fit over a pizza cutter, they called Brandy. <laughs> they called Brandy and the lawyers and said, yo, what is this? So that's what she does. So she's she's in a, in a position of prominence to direct the face of the, to direct the company, you know, publicly. And then she's in a position of influence as the wife of an EVP. So she's like, 
she's at the she's not the tippity top, but she's like a floor below the penthouse. <laughs> if she's not if she's not sitting at the table, she's at least in the same damn room as the table to where she can speak up and say something. Right. Yeah, and, and no one's gonna look at her like, why is she talking? Right. She should right, be she's talking. Been, she's been there from the jump. Yeah. So it's like it's not like so she's then, new or something. But then to the point of where's the credit for you know, as as credit should be due. Uh, yeah, Shane Taylor is on, uh, you know, Ring of Honor. But then we say all the time, Willow Nightingale should be on TV every week. Trisha Dora has come out of nowhere, seemingly over the past two to three years-ish, um, to, to be the person that she's being. Big Swole should be a champion. And the fact that we were at her first main event in Brooklyn a month ago is ridiculous. Uh, so why does it seem that, you know, these, these people that are, talented regardless of color but specifically because they're people of color still seem to be you know leading from behind or working from behind and that seems to be kind of bs because when you look at it like for example AEW, and i'm only bringing them up because that's the show that i watch and we talked about the nepotism earlier we talked about how everybody knows everybody luther's there because he's jericho's best friend you know and all these other things and it's like well there's so many other talent you know, there's so many AJ Grays in the world. Tuco Scorpio is still busting his ass. And I'm not saying that they're not getting credit, but I'm just saying that, that credit hasn't transcended well past the internet into the mainstream consciousness. Now, you could argue that, you know, Shasha, Roman, um, Lashley are doing, are doing it for WWE, which is the most surprising thing ever because it's WWE. But then there's so many more of the indies. And I think the biggest thing for me is Warhorse. The internet made such a fuss for Warhorse to get up there and bring his mediocre ass to uh, AEW to challenge Cody. I don't see the same fervor for the guys that are doing better than Warhorse right now that are people of color on on the Indies. Okay, so that so that's just not even a fair assessment at all. First of it's all, not. the war the Warhorse era of AEW Dark was when it had it had that identity to Cody Rose wants to challenge. The, the next hottest, latest, biggest talent out there, and people were campaigning for people, and that's when Dark I felt had, and, and I, f- I have a feeling, you know, maybe we'll talk about it next week, but I have a feeling Dark may be getting back to that. Awesome. But that was that. That was that. I feel now Dark is, uh, well, we're going to use a bunch of talent because we need to produce content, and this is our our most effective way of doing so. So, QT Marshall Sex Dungeon. Uh, Mission Pro, uh, by the way, sign the sign the owner. We make her happy that way. Using her talent, it it it, it works. And and then you know we'll bring in a few people from Team Adams up 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 north, and you know we'll mix it up just like that. It went from us using our resources instead of before when it was well, who do you all want? So there is by all means talent that people lobby for i see people lobby for um what i can't why well, i can't think of his name right now he was just a uh, iwtv champion right before um oh uh, lee moriarty yeah thank you seeing people lobby for him he made it on there and and so it's like to the point that we're, we're i think we're all agree here is that we understand that there is talent that should be featured weekly there if we're talking about independent talent that we're lobbying to do there we do want that still, but they have lost that identity. So our voices are falling into deaf ears now. So that that whole model is gone. So like no matter how good such and such may be, 
it's not happening. But these people that we are lobbying for, we are seeing them on ROH or getting prominent feature spots on the independent. So like, especially with PWG storming back up now, you know, now we can take a look at who's PWG booking, who's beyond booking, you know, these big, the big indies now that evolve and that Chikara's gone, you know, the, the other ones that were now being resurrected, who are they booking? Cause that's, that's truly only where our voices is really mattering right now, because either you're going to get a WWE tryout and go through the regular system that way, which your, your, your talent has to do that for you. But dark was the new unique Avenue to get TV time by saying, hey, we like this guy. Keep him on there. But instead, right now, they're running this factory where it's just like, all right, well, thank you very much for your services today. We'll be in touch in about six to six to 12 months if we need you again. And that's that, you know? Well, let me make you this. Now, originally, if you read a statement like this that says, hey, what about the black folks? You know, how come we're not getting our shine? And then you immediately go with Bobby fucking Lashley. Do you think that this statement is just some kind of poorly worded uh, spite of the of the Lashley detractors who are saying that, you know, of the Hurt Business, who was better with uh, Shelton Benjamin and um, Cedric Alexander, by the way, but the Hurt Business had a full faction, uh, Bianca, Sasha, hell, even Bailey, I throw her in there. Um, do you think that this is kind of like a thumb to the nose or a middle finger to those people that are saying that, um, you know, it's they're kind of naysaying uh, Bianca Belair, for example. Sasha's the only black champion that should be a black woman champion in WWE. Bianca Belair doesn't deserve it. Bobby Lashley is a joke, and he's 87 years old, and he's he stole the title from McIntyre, who deserves a WrestleMania moment in front of a crowd instead of an empty warehouse and a big-ass fan. Um, do you think that this is a message to them and not necessarily to us, that are immediately going, the fuck are you talking about, lady? <laughs> yeah, the deal. Her issue is it's not the right people. That's the deal. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think, but I think that her issue, I think her message could be pointed at those that are complaining about the fact that uh, the wrong people are the champions. And of course, there will be mm. those that are saying, well, like, well, hey, we need to talk about this race thing. All right, cool. Uh, later. Well, when's later? Well, can we talk about it now? It's not the time. But when is the right time? I'll let you know. Well, when will you let me know when I feel like it? And I think that this could be a message for those people that are that did feel a way that Bianca Belair had a little shine on SmackDown, that Bobby Lashley um, basically kind of, not I don't want to say buried, because that's the wrong word, but he definitely took the torch from McIntyre, and McIntyre hasn't really been the same since. All right, so so not that I haven't been paying attention because I have, but I've been looking for this other tweet that she deleted, but she definitely did the work. Okay, first of all, deleting tweets, as I said, is an omission of guilt. But the second tweet I felt like was even worse because she responded uh, back to somebody and said, well, what about Red Velvet? Y'all didn't see when she was in the main event the other week. It's just like, to me, that response reminds me of when somebody is called racist and they say, I got that one black friend. Yeah. See, the, the thing about Red Velvet that bugs me, especially with Brandy, and this might be why she deleted it, the whole reason Red Velvet even got the opportunity <laughs> was because Brandy got pregnant. We yeah. got to remember that. Brandy was going to have that spot in the Shaq match, and then she got pregnant. Red Velvet got the opportunity because that Brandy doesn't get pregnant. What's Red Velvet doing right now? Yeah, She and, might and, be lucky if she's on Dark. And she barely got that 
she she barely got that she's an elite uh she's a, all elite um um graphic graphic they stopped that shit at two in the morning. Yes, yes. <laughs> and like, and, and to my point that I'm making is that like, okay, so you name Red Velvet, so name one other person that's in a prominent spot in the main event, because we'll wait for that. And again, you can't make a statement like that when you clearly can make the change. It's like it, it, it's it's yeah, baffling to me. That's kind of the thing that's really you know thing. But then again, this is the same thing that the for example the women's argument in general. Britt Baker definitely came out and said, like, yo, if you want to see better women's wrestling, y'all need to watch that shit. We know what the ratings look like. We know that y'all turn the shit off, you know, at a certain percentage when this segment's on. So if you really want to support us, watch the fucking product at the bare minimum. And to paraphrase, but that's that's what she said. And I think that Brandy, to to her point, is kind of like, you know, I see all this bullshit on the, online about this person and that person that just happens to be people of color. But when, it, but when they're actually doing good work y'all real quiet you know yeah. and, and i think that is that is a fair assessment but you know digging deeper into it it is kind of like okay cool who so, should we talk to about changing the problem oh you yeah so what do you also, do about it? also do you remember when there was a problem when people were talking about the placement of the women's match at that one pay-per-view and then con said okay cool we're fixing it and switched it right just like the battle royal now is right. on the main card well, so, it's on the main card because well, because the match got bumped. For sure. But either way, that's still a legitimate move to make. You could have easily said this has to be on there for everybody to see and went that route. But this was for this match to be as big as it is and for how much features they may have, then I think it was a smart thing to do. And either way, it's just like if she took the Twitter to get a Twitter response. She needs to know that. Yeah. And you know what? She it's must funny. not have had a lot of sleep that day. She must At not all. have yeah, the, came in like, what the hell are you doing? Take that off there. Yeah, the, the baby must have been <laughs> driving her wild. But I will say this too, just by quickly searching for her on on on, on the Googles, she tweets a, she she deletes something about every four months. Something yeah, very she's critical. Just, not, just, 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 just take the top. Just take the top. <laughs> All right, yo, no more, no more brandy. Um, but it oh, for real, for real, uh, for everything that we're saying here, like you know, she just she can be a part of the solution here. Instead of get, instead of getting on Twitter trying to make a hot take, like she can't look herself in the mirror and say, "I'm going to fix that." It could have been easily saying that a lot of you all complain about black people not being in prominent spots, and when they do, you don't cheer for them. But that's okay. I'm still going to make sure I push mine. Boom. Nothing to be made there. Like, you know, do what you got to do. You're part of the solution, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, moving on. Um, we are almost on an hour, but we do need to bring up the moment of Nia Jax and Charlotte. Forgot about this. Oh, the shoot. <laughs> the, the shoot. shoot. <laughs> so quickly, folks, um, the video's online. So, you know, they were in the match and things didn't look very uh, worked-ish. More of a shoot. So let's just talk about it real fast. Will, your thoughts on that moment? Okay. Things got a little rough. They got a little nasty, which I like because, hell, every once in a while, wrestling should not look all nice and slick and choreographed and it should look like people are scrapping for a bit. Nothing looked terribly bad to me. I look at it like this. If Nia really wanted to get on Charlotte and do something to her, it'd be pretty easier for her to just like grab her and do something to her. And it, it'd be pretty damn obvious. I think the two of them were, they were not shooting. 
they were very and a little rough with each other. It, it might have been some receipts getting. Yeah, it might, might have been some receipts getting thrown or something like that, and that's perfectly fine. It's wrestling. You're going to break some eggs sometime in wrestling. But I always go back to this. If you're seeing it on TV, it's part of the show. If shit was really going south, those cameras are getting pulled fast as can be. So they got a little rough with each other, and good. Hey, it's wrestling. Every once in a while, it's had that spice things up a little bit. But it wasn't no... People saying she took liberties or something. Naya did not take no liberties with anybody. There, there was some, there was some messages being sent, some standing some ground. That's about it. We'll see where they go from here, but it, it wasn't anything that crazy. People blew that out of proportion, in my mind. Yeah, agreed. I, I think that people really did take it out of proportion. Um, I think it's another thing to Brandy's point. You know, people just see, uh, you know, Nia Jax is this big angry black woman, and you know, like, oh, she's going well. Okay. Nia does have a history um, of not being able to perform to the best of her abilities. I do think the WWE acts too much of her, um, and that's that's a different problem. Um, my, Nia should not be picking up people. She should be strikes and and and, and, and kicks and slams and submissions. That's it. Uh, you know, she has not been able to, to slam anybody and not break their neck in, in five, six, seven, eight, eight years. So as far as the match went, yeah, it was a bit chippy. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, some of the spots weren't as clean as they could have been. Um, but there was a moment where it did break down, and there was a moment where they Charlotte is clearly talking to Nia uh, as they're, as she has her in, like, a, a headlock. So they maintained their professionalism uh, throughout. Well, not throughout, but they, they, they lost it, and they got it back. And the match finished the way it was supposed to. So um, because it's Nia, that match is going to be under a bigger microscope because it's Charlotte. Mm-hmm that match is going to get a lot more play as well. But if it was Nia versus, you know, I don't know, Jenny from NXT UK, no, would anybody care? But because it's Charlotte, because it's Nia, uh, you know, it, it's going to get a little bit more buzz than it should. And honestly, it was, it, I don't want to say it's much ado about nothing, but it really wasn't as big as people made it out to be. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just say that uh, when Nia decides to get like this, hey, some of the best things happen. And I remember when Nia bloodied a certain person's nose and then they had to take off of their career. Yeah. Yep. That person's yeah. name is Becky Lynch. So, yeah. uh, Nia, do what you do. <laughs> if you if you are the care package for ratings, then well, let her see, have it. <laughs> don't don't do what you do because you actually fucking hurt, hurt a bunch of people. So don't do that. <laughs> But, but um, no, but, but but to the point though, like yeah, no, but to the point though, she didn't intentionally hurt Becky, but yes, it it you look back at it, it was blood. They they it took the moment rough. and they ran with it. And they, they ran with it. Becky Bingo. in the stands with the bloody nose. That took Becky to the next level. That's what professionals so, yeah. do. Now yeah. now now go all the way in with this one. Work book something. I don't care about who's next on the totem pole. Go with this because is much like we were saying about two years ago when that happened, it should have been as big of a moment for Nia as it was for Becky too. And they, Becky just—I mean, she was in outer space, and 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 uh, and Nia was just trying to get out of the atmosphere, and that shouldn't have been the way. They should have both been on the same rocket ship yeah. when that happened. But so what? No, honestly, Nia Jax should be Samoa Joe without suplexes—just a big some bitch that's going to knock the hell out of you. And get you down into like a camel clutch or or a choke, rear neck a choke or something like that, mm-hmm. and that and that's it. Like she should not be trying to do these like high arching backdrop suplexes or some <laughs> shit off the top rope. You know her her finishing move should be a Vader bomb. 
Yeah. Um, like, yeah. Let's just just, sim- it, just keep it very simple with her. Um, I don't know why they think the Nia is going to pull off like a reverse 630 off the second <laughs> rope outside of the ring. Stop that <laughs> Cool, cool. All right, well, that would do that. All right, well, that means that since we're coming up on our time, that means it comes down to how we like to close our show, and that's Jamal giving us a bunch of info about stuff. It's it's the news, and, and, and this is going to be the most important thing. Uh, Brandy Rhodes, she did an interview with uh, Us Weekly uh, because... <laughs> they deleted uh, it. Yeah, they, well, it's been heavily redacted, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, Brandy did her uh, an interview with us recently, and she's talking about her daughter Liberty, because why wouldn't Cody, who ended racism on Dynamite, had not have a daughter named Liberty? Um, but <laughs> she was mostly talking about her postpartum depression and anxiety since giving birth, which is a very real thing. So, yeah, you know, Brandy, uh, she obviously plugged uh, Roads to the Top, which will be starting at the end of the month, and her wine, because pregnant women and wine. That makes sense. Marketable. Yeah. Mama needs her juice. Market yeah. market the one to pregnant women. What could possibly go wrong? Either way, um, Knocking Point Wines is Cody's wine company. And him and uh, the Green Arrow, I forget his name. Uh, Stephen Amell. They have, yeah, Stephen Amell. They have the wine company. Um, and they put out a wine for uh, Brandy called Whoa Baby, which, again, babies and wine. What could possibly go wrong? Um, and they put out Jericho's uh, wine, um, a little bit of the bubbly when that was a thing. So she basically talks about her depression and you know, how she's working through it, and you know the joys of motherhood. It, it's an interesting, it's an interesting article, um, and it's actually more candid than I thought it would be. And of course, Road to the Top premieres on September 29th. I'm cautiously optimistic about it. Uh, All Out is this weekend. It's September the 5th. And it's September the 5th because it's um, Labor Day is on a Monday. And hopefully uh, the trend of three-day weekends, pay-per-views on a Sunday. If it's not a major holiday, pay-per-views on a Saturday. But Full Gear has not been announced yet. So that's going to be interesting. Um, what's taking them so long? But as far as All Out goes, if you want to order it on you know, cable, you can through your cable provider. Dish, Sling, DirecTV, you can do that too. Um, Bleacher Report, which apparently is available on Roku devices. Uh, Fight TV, uh, if you're outside of the country. And if you're in, uh, if you want to see it at a movie theater, joehandpromotions.com slash all AEW All Out Theaters. Or go to Fandango and, and you know type in AEW All Out in Fandango. Uh, I think the tickets are $25. But that's still half of what it would cost on TV. And you get to see it in a movie theater with a bunch of sweaty marks. So if that's your thing, um, yeah, cool. Uh, that That's a thing for people. In Canada, they're playing in Whippy and Kanata. Um, Whippy is in Ontario. Kanata is in uh, near Ottawa. Um, it's playing in a bunch of states around the country. I'm actually quite surprised at how many markets it's in. In this area, it's playing at Arundel Mills and White Marsh uh, past Baltimore. In Virginia, it's playing at Fairfax Corner. Um, mm. and Tyson's and there isn't like a bad screen in Tyson's. So if, you know, just type in your zip code on Fandango or go to johanpromotions.com slash AEW all theaters. If you're interested in seeing all out on the big screen. Um, and if you're not going to go, which you can't go if you don't have a ticket because it's definitely sold out, um, that may be the next 
best thing. Danielle Camella was not a name that I knew, but because she went by Vanessa Bourne on NXT. Uh, apparently her uh, free agency period has elapsed, her started rather, and um, she's taking bookings. And I think he's infinitely more interested on Twitter than she was on NXT. So yes. I'm not saying that I need to see her anywhere, <laughs> but I would like to see her everywhere. So book Vanessa Bourne. Uh, you know, going by Danielle Camilla uh, right yeah, now. Let me just throw in real quick. Uh-oh. If you have not seen her video that she has put together for being available for bookings, she is not breaking out of a jail. She is not uh, escaping an insane asylum or any of those tropes that we've been seeing from other people with breaking the was, chains was she free and all by that. An army? No, she was not. She's doing a nice little tribute to Elle Woods from Legally Blonde, and it's tremendous. So check out her Twitter feed. It went up, uh, I think, yesterday. It's a nice, different take on the I am available and ready to work and looking for opportunities. I like it. I I like your, I appreciate your enthusiasm, Will. (laughs) But but yeah, uh, but she is available for bookings, and it will be interesting to see where she lands. Uh, be ahead of all out. Uh, Tony Khan and crew had a AW media call today. Um, question that we got to ask, of course, was about the roster size and whether or not AEW will reach a point where they say that they're full. Now, this is my question, and in thinking about it, I realized that it's a really stupid question because there isn't a, a damn owner in 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 sports that's going to say, "Nah, we're good." Of course, you no. want the best. You know, of course, you no. want the best player available. No, but but no, but see, that's the thing. How does one respond to a question? He said it was a good question, and it did make him think because he bounced around a little bit before he actually laid the foundation as to what I felt like he was trying to say. He immediately before he started the the um the call by talking about he's been having to cut people and and massage the roster down for the Jags, so he gets it. And I get and and I understand that he knows that there's a roster cap for football, there's yeah. a salary cap for football, there isn't one for baseball, but there still is a roster size. No, there's you, a roster cap for baseball, but there is no salary cap for baseball. That's, did I say that? That's what I meant you to said say. Roster. Yeah. There's a roster cap, but there's not yeah. a salary cap. So right. in all of the richest people in the world that have sports teams, sports organizations, everybody knows that there's a margin of maximum um employment and you know uh you know whatever the payout for the payrolls and all that stuff i mean hell even the government (laughs) who has infinite a lot of money that they're borrowing from infinite amount of places still have to comply by the same rules so the question was that well how would he respond and to me the response came off as of course we're not gonna say our doors are closed because who knows who may be available who we may have to really go out the way for and, you know, who we have our eyes on, we're just waiting for their contract to expire. Right. He basically said, our door is open to talk at every time, and we may move heaven and earth to get that person, n- despite who it is. The fear to that is for the people who are on that roster. <laughs> who, right. who, they got to make room all of a sudden. That's just it. There's finite so, room, finite time in a and that's, week. And that's where, the atten- that's where the intention of the question comes from. It's just like, just like... In, in anything, you, you want all of the best. But at some point, you're going to be like, ah, well, I guess I don't really need that no more. I mean, you know, at some point, kind of got to, like, you know, make this make sense, you know? So 
somebody somebody's gonna feel somebody's gonna feel it at some point and that's a scary thing because if i was if i was part of a team if i was like the um the 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 colin kings who isn't signed Mm -hmm. but always there it's like well damn am am i ever going to get my all elite you know message right diamante still waiting for hers oh gee for real yeah so, you know, what type of confidence do I get when I'm like, oh, well, you know, they're bringing Ruby, then they're not going to be looking for me. Or, right. man, maybe maybe they want the Iconics. Oh, shoot, I heard Charlotte's Nets. Or, Oops. you know, whoever. When 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 do I get in, you know? Right. So uh, so, so one thing that is of interest that came out of the, uh, the conference call, other than my question, was uh, about the Jericho Cruise. Um, Tony Sean <laughs> said that the cruise is happening. Of course it's happening. But it's not an AEW event. It's a Chris Jericho event, and that is what it is. Obviously, we will lend him just like he will lend anybody else to help the situation because it's good for business overall. But realistically, if he needs them, he's going to pull them, and he doesn't have a problem doing that. And we've seen that happen before where WrestleMania happened, and he ran his house show in Jacksonville. He pulled some guys and said, nah, we need you, and that's what it's going to be. Um, so, you know, I, I can respect it. Uh, the Jericho Cruise is going to happen in October. Uh, if you're not vaccinated, don't don't go because you're going to get your money back. Um, that that just is what it is too. Because Norwegian Cruise Line said so. If you if you got to be, if you got to be with them. Um, a thing that is, of course, interesting in, in Japan is that WWE has disbanded WWE Japan. It's gone. So if that was dissolved as of September 1st local time, um, it was revealed in the public notice of dissolution that was published in the government bulletin uh, of the Japanese government that this company will dissolve. So NXT Japan, nope, not gonna happen. Uh, Devon Dudley, who's a producer with Raw, he has a podcast, because why wouldn't he? And he chimed in on Nia Jax versus Charlotte Flair, and they basically said, well, what you saw happen, happened. Um, <laughs> you know, the match broke down, it got, a little out, it got a little antsy for a minute, but they pulled it together, and that was, and that was, that's what it was. And I, and I respect him for being um, candid about that. Uh, last thing, of course, is Linda McMahon. Haven't heard that name in a while. Um, <laughs> she is a former CEO of WWE, of course, and she is uh, has a new job. Uh, she was the head of the Small Business Association for a minute under uh, President Trump, but now she is the at the America First Policy Institute, the FBI, and she is the chairman of the Center for the American Worker, because if there's anybody that knows about the hearts and minds of the small business, it's Linda McMahon. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong? I mean, Always looking out for the little folks. Always. I mean, I mean <laughs> don't don't get it past them to make WWE a small business, but to, to fit her qualifications. Like, you know, they're, they're able to make it essential. They sure as hell can make it a small business. Always. Um, so uh, GCW and Black Label Plural is having a show out there in Chicago. Freelance, they have a show out in Chicago this weekend. Uh, there's an AEW softball game, I think, was earlier today. Uh, AEW Rampage is happening tomorrow. That's Rampage number four. Um, that's live uh, tomorrow on Friday. Uh, there's nothing that I know of on Saturday for, for AEW. But then, of course, you have... The um, uh, the pay per view is on Sunday, so it would be interesting to see what's happening. Uh, what's happening there? Uh, Black Label Pro has and GCW also have shows on 
uh, on Saturday as well. So it's just a ton of indie shows uh, in the Chicago area. Uh, Effie's Big Gay Brunch is um, you know early Chicago, um, early Sunday afternoon. Um, if you're in the Chicago area and you're looking for some wrestling and you can't make it to AEW, there's a ton of stuff for you. So uh, one other thing that's going to be coming up on September 10th is the Ted Petty Invitational from IWA Mid-South. And that's one of my favorite tournaments uh, of the year. But it's also IWA Mid-South. And Lord knows of the roller coaster they've been on in the past 10 years. But uh, I'm good to see that they bring that back up. Uh, TPI 2021 uh, is is usually pretty damn good. So if you're in the Louisville, Kentucky area, uh, Jeffersonville, Indiana is where you need to be for that on September 10th. And that's the news for this week. All right. Then if that's the news, then that means we ain't got nothing else to talk about tonight. Unless I got last remarks. QT versus Big Show is about to steal the show this weekend. There I said it. <laughs> that damn Billy Gunn turning heel in 2021. My God. Uh, Dynamite was the number one show in all of cable yesterday. Oh. Which, yeah, I mean, like, they beat the challenge. They beat Fox News. Um, so, and they actually did worse in, technically worse in ratings than they did last week, but it was still good enough to be number one. So that is... It- Interesting. Yeah, soak yeah, it up. Going against the challenge. That's tough. Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. the biggest competition. And Dr. Pimple Popper, you know, all the all the all the stars on Wednesday, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Those 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 that the my hundred my my uh six hundred pound life or five hundred. See, that that's Tuesday thing. Uh, that's an XT problem now. <laughs> yeah, because wait, Wednesday the the other big competition was always um guys grocery games. Grocery yeah. games would always be taking them down. Back yeah, in the day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, then oh, that's boy. that. Well, then, folks, um, that's going to do it for tonight. Um, you can catch all of our live stream episodes each and every Thursday, folks, eight p.m. on our Twitter account, and um. That Twitter account is at BGB Group. Get all our news, updates, and etc. on our website at BigGoldBelt.com. And then in the following day, that following Friday, you can catch the replay, the podcast on all audio platforms. And um, yeah, I think that would do it. Uh, we'll be back next week. I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about with uh, All Out and the surprises that did come or didn't. Um, what else did I say I wanted to talk about next week? That I, oh, 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 and then AEW's move to Orlando, um, which I think is an interesting thing here. Um, I got a, I got a hunch as to why and how that's going to work. Tony Khan did talk about it a little bit on the call today, but um, I got a feeling that you know that should bring back some excitement to AEW Dark. Um, so we'll we'll see and we'll talk about it. But definitely, folks, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Everybody be safe. Love one another. Check on your friends, even your strong ones. And uh, we'll see you next week.